Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 22nd September, 2021. Our bit today comes from Psalm 3, verse 5. And that says, I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. Well, it looks like another wet and cloudy morning in my area. But let's hope that it eventually clears up nicely like it did yesterday. And even if it doesn't, we are still going to enjoy this brand new day in God's ever-moving and ever-loving universe because we know that whatever happens, our great God is always in control and won't allow anything untoward to happen to us, his most wonderful creation. That's why we most sincerely declare all power and glory to the amazing God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who gave us this remarkable day to rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, friends, we might as well rejoice and be glad, yes, because being sad and miserable won't improve things any. And even in tough times, a sense of joy, safety, and comfort always comes over us when we think on the greatness and wonder of our God. No wonder, Brother David, though he was running from his rebellious son Absalom, could confidently declare, I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. And that comes from Psalm 3, verses 5 to 6. Now, that's what you call trust in the Lord. And in Psalm 4, an evening prayer of trust in God, Brother David ups the ante when he concludes, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn or grain and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. And that's taken from Psalm 4, verses 7 to 8. And since we all know that Brother David had a lot of enemies, including King Saul and his son Absalom, and spent much time running from them, he must have found something real special in holding on with such trust to the God of his forefathers. So why can't we, who don't go through half the problems that he went through, find and exhibit that same trust and surrender in the same good, mighty, and trustworthy God? Maybe it's because we fall into, fall into this category. For there is no faithfulness nor uprightness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness, that's destruction. Their throat is an open sepulchre or tomb. They flatter with their tongues. And that comes from Psalm 5 verse 9. Those words also recall a similar remark that Jesus made to the church leaders of his day. He said unto them, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sepulchres, that's whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outward, 
but are within full of dead men's bones. Even so, ye outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity, that's lawlessness. And those words come from Matthew 23, verses 27 to 28. Yes, my brethren, if we compromise our beliefs and have evil and ungodliness seated in our hearts, then we'll never find that sense of peace and joy in God that true believers find, despite their troubles. Now listen to our brother David in Psalm 5. No? He says, Destroy thou them, pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. And that's Psalm 5, verse 10. And you know what, friends? I believe that's exactly what the Lord is doing right now, allowing us to fall by our own counsel, for we have indeed rebelled against him. The kind of negative stuff that's happening all over our world now could not just be pure happenstance or coincidence. The Lord must have a hand or even a finger somewhere in there. For he will not allow us to continue forever in rebellion against him. Oh yes, he's indeed long-suffering, graceful, merciful, and all that. But every rope has an end. And I think the Lord has finally, or is finally coming to the end of his rope, to the end of his patience with a most sinful and rebellious creation, who are trying to kick him out of the universe he created and still controls. They're behaving just like the foolish archangel Lucifer, that's Satan, who tried to do what he couldn't do. That's kick Jesus, kick God out of heaven. But unfortunately, they found himself kicked out of heaven instead, down to the raging fires of hell. And all those who unwisely take up Satan's fight will end up the same way eternally separated from his maker to endure hellfire and damnation. However, as Brother David pleads, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with Says, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will thou compass or surround him as with a shield. And that's taken from Psalm 5, 11 to 12. And that's the gospel truth, my fellow saints. The Lord will not allow his chosen ones, those who put their sincere trust in him, to suffer unnecessarily. Anything he brings us to or allows us to go through always has a good purpose in his plan for our lives. Life can't be always a bed of roses. Sometimes we must feel the thorns, for it's in those thorny times that we grow and mature in our faith. Some believe that once they become Christians, life will always be sweet, wonderful, and uncomplicated. But that's the furthest thing from the truth, my people. For Working and living for Christ 
is no easy task in this evil and ungodly world. And Jesus himself promised that we will have problems along the way. As he said, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And we all know that comes from John 16 to the 3. And as Job so wisely said to his wife, while undergoing the torment of boils, the loss of his family and earthly wealth, what shall we receive or accept good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil that's accept calamity? And that's taken from Job 2.10. Army people, we all like the easy life, but the easy life is only a figment of our imagination. For since the first man sinned, calamity has been a part of earthly life and will continue to be such until Jesus comes back to rule in the new earth and the new heaven. So let's stop believing all the foolishness, the lies, the deceit, and disinformation that's currently floating around our world. And instead, put our sincere trust in the word of God that will have us smiling and joyful at the end, though we endure hardship and adversity during the journey. And for those of us who have wisely decided to sincerely live for Christ, let's go home now declaring, right, let's spell declaring right there. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I am halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, friends, they are fixed straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And as we said earlier, if we endure to the end, that future will be even more glorious than we can ask or imagine. But friends, we have to stick it out. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Sin's joy lasts only for a fleeting moment, but the joy of righteousness in Christ lasts forever. And that's the indisputable truth, friends. Sin gives you instant pleasure and whatever it does right now, but it doesn't last forever. If you want to have joy forever, you've got to turn to Christ. So please, let's turn to him now. Let's get out there and show people what Christ really is all about. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.